Hello, welcome to the Bossit Podcast with Mark Edwards and Michael Humblett. This podcast is released every week and is an over-the-shoulder look of a frank and candid discussion between two experienced software executives, providing you with useful tips, techniques, and the latest concepts to help you grow your software business in the fast-paced digital age. So let's get into it. Here is Mark Edwards and Michael Humblett. Michael, 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 where are you? Hey, Mark. I'm sitting in uh, in Leuven, which is uh, close to Belgium, uh, and I am actually at a uh, customer of mine. Uh, and I'm watching, I'm in this aquarium, you know, the classic <laughs> aquarium meeting rooms, and I'm watching a whole engineering team typing away, playing games, and it's fun to see. The energy is there. Excellent. That's, Where that's are you? I'm just sitting in my office. I've been very busy. I've been, I've been meeting lots of people, um, been doing quite a bit of thinking because we're coming towards the end of the year and that's always a good time to uh, just bring your thoughts together and start thinking about next year. Can I ask you a nasty public question? Oh, you're going to try and nail me with a really tough one, aren't you? I can, I can feel it coming. No. It's just because I took the mickey you... out of you when I went to Belgium. Yeah, <laughs> I will endlessly pursue this one, but I'm looking so forward to reading your book. Where is it? Ah, ah! I know. We need it. We want you know, it. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I've um, I've written the book, and it's sitting there. And the work that we've been doing recently, because we created this framework, and I was telling you this before, mm-hmm. creating the framework around our service was initially to make our service more tangible to our clients. It made more sense when you're trying to explain it. (laughs) The benefit was that it helped us in our thinking and it helped us in in our learning. Mm -hmm. And the reason that what that's done is this past 18 months, I think we've learned more than we did in the probably the past five years. You know, people come to us because they know that we've been around a long time in the software industry, working with hundreds of companies right the way across the globe. That's really so beneficial. I'm going to stop you there. Go on then. Because you're selling to me now. Where is the book? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm explaining to you. And I'm explaining to you. So what's happened is I've got all of these things that I want to add to the book. Because I'm thinking, oh, that should be in the book. That's great. That one should be in the book. And it's becoming like a never-ending story. So two weeks ago, I agreed that actually I'm going to write a second book. So I'm stopping. I'm not going to add anything more to the book. I've put a block on it. I'm not adding any more ideas. It's still very valid. It's very much focused around selling your business, the attitude you need to have to that, the issues around it, all of the sort of the myths and misconceptions. It's not so much on the building of the value within your business. So that's what I've decided to do. And I will announce on our next podcast when it's going to be out there. How about that? Is that a, is that a straight enough answer for you? It's 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 a good answer. I've also been busy writing, and I I get the same every six months. I have a very big, large, disruptive shift in the way I think because we evolve with our customers, and yes. we get so much exposed more than others. I can tell you a lot more to to what's going on, 
And I think you at a certain stage, you just basically need to say, okay, it stops here. I'm going to bring it out or you will keep changing. It's like your website. I want to change my website every six months. Yeah. I, have, I have a brand new site. I'm very proud. And I'm thinking, you know what? I should change some stuff here and there. Oh, I, you're absolutely right. It's always you're wanting to change the website. Yeah. And, and the, but, this is a really – I've, I've got to have a bit of a rant now. Because I'm really frustrated. But, but I want to. I want to. I want to say you will be judged upon what you produce. So I'm actually in favor. If you want some friendly advice, you've written the book. It's a good idea. It's a good concept. I would bring it out. Yeah. No, I'm going move to move to the next one. Yeah. No, I've, I've, that's already decided. I, I would been. I've been sort of not quite. I couldn't quite make up my mind. Should I add these new things? And then I've decided, no, I'm not going to add anything more to it. It's not going to be a big book. It's not going to be one of these sort of big terms that's hard to get through. Um, it introduces the idea is if you've got a business, you need to have an exit in place. The biggest, though it's called, the biggest sale of your life. And that's where it's going to stop. The next book is going to be about all of those things that we've learned about building a software I, uh... company. Mark, I had the, I posted this very cool motivational, inspirational movie. You've seen it, huh? the Lake of Projection. Yes, and uh, a lot of traction. Uh, LinkedIn, YouTube. I mean, it's going in every direction. Yeah. Uh, uh, very good. I have people. I was in a room. I played it, and I saw people getting goosebumps, and <laughs> that for me was the reason to do it. I want to feel the emotion, right? Um, yeah. One of the things that. Somebody actually, because I tagged some, some, let's say, some more famous people in that, some influencers, because that's the technique. And some of them actually responded. And there were a lot of people that actually all said there is um, one book they really thought is one of the best books they've ever read. It's How to Get to a No. And it means if you get a no, it's good because no means you can transform it into yes. And, I mean, so much people that actually reacted to that one single comment – uh, that I started looking up for the book, and the book actually is only ninety pages, nine zero. Okay. So it doesn't always need. So if if uh, some advice purely marketing, we've talked about value letters, about brand. One of the best advices, one of the best tricks you could do is that bring out one chapter. Oh, frame I can it, do that. Bring out one chapter. Yes. See what happens. Make Good it idea. downloadable, free. Put it there, and then if if it actually gets a lot of traction you know you need to do the rest of the stuff because I'm the same. I, I, I keep building, I keep making it better, perfecting in a certain stage. So now I'm basically just wrapping up one chapter and I'm going to give it out there for free. Basically, guys, give me feedback. What do you think? And I think it's the same way instead of, like you said, building a product for two years, then trying to sell it, do the reverse, try to sell it, then build it, write a chapter, sell it. Great advice. Great advice. I've written it down. I'm, going, you, to, I'm going to do Thank it. You, so that yeah. bottle of ch champagne that you promised me is on its way, I said. <laughs> I'll order it, order it now from eBay. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. eBay champagne. So, How do you look forward to that? Stop here. I'm all happy. I'm saturated. No, I actually got a question for you. Some serious question. So I'm in a scale-up. Okay. There are about 70, 80 people. Technology company, uh, pretty technical, doesn't really matter. Yep. And they're in a very tough period because they've grown very rapidly organically, just adding people, people, people. Uh, and now what typically happens when you get to the stage between 60 to 80 people is that you come from a very organic, chaotic world mm -hmm. and you need to flip to a very structured, more corporate approach because yep. there is just too many people. Yes. 
The question is then, as a, as a management team, and you're looking at this, what do you hire? Do you go for medium profiles or do you go for the senior profiles? just want to have your opinion because I've seen both approaches and I've, I've seen it go really bad also and good sometimes. So just wondering, what, what would you hire? Is there a specific advice? What, what's, what's the problem that they have, this organization? The problem is that let's say that every department is sitting on an island and all the leaders have been never been leader before. They, they've organically suddenly got people, you know, Peter's principal, the best guy, got people mm. and people and people. And suddenly mm. one guy is running 20 people, but he's never managed teams properly. So there is no structure. It's still, if something goes wrong, the guy fixes it. You know, classic, classic, eh? classic organic leadership goes wrong. Let me fix it. So these people get burned. They, they, they are, you feel that they're good, but they are just not able to, okay. to handle it. And it's limiting their scale. So they need to put in people okay. to create structure. Okay. So, well, funnily enough, I'm, we're publishing an article and it's called 21 Successful Strategies and Techniques for Fast Growth Software Companies. And I'm looking on the list now. Number five is promote from within wherever possible. So that was a good question that you asked me. The, what I'd say to don't that always, is... By the way, I don't always agree with promote from within. When, well, well, this okay. phase, this phase for me, I would agree in in seventy five percent. Let me let, let me this finish. Example. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> so it says. Promote. I'm excited, Mark. You are. You jump. You jump in it. To my heart. <laughs> it says promote from within, wherever possible. And the reason for that is that you want to use the talent that you have within your business, if at all possible. You need to promote those people. And there's a number of reasons for that, because you want to nurture loyalty in your company. And to do that, you need to show loyalty to your employees. So if they can see that you prefer to promote existing employees over always bringing people in, it gives them more hope and motivation. And, it, and I think it helps to get them to work harder instead of leaving to promote, to, incre to increase their career, to, to promote their career. Secondly, it reduces the time that is lost when you orientate somebody new into your company and your culture. An existing employee, although that may be a new role for them, they won't have to acclimatize themselves to working with a new organization. And then thirdly, because it's nearly always more cost effective as there are no recruitment fees and the, the the sort of the time it takes them to to actually get up and running is shortened but it doesn't yes. mean but it doesn't mean that that is always the answer because you just may not have that person internally within the company the biggest problem the biggest problem i think is that as a company grows which is one of my other points is that what I see is that the, the leaders within the organization, they can't let go. They try and they try and manage those 80 people in the same way that they manage the 10. And yeah, they don't exactly. put in put in they don't put in place the provision. So if you've got potential leaders that can take a team and now they're being responsible for 10, and you have another person who's responsible for 10, and maybe you need to bring in some people then you have to do it. But if you do it, make sure you've got a proper hiring process with targets and you know how to hire people to get really good people. That's point number 12 on my article, actually, is about having a targets for the people you're hiring, having a process and then stick to it. 
But the biggest problem of all that I see with founders and software entrepreneurs is that they can't let go in order to grow. And as the business grows, you've got to let go of more and you've got to know what your job is. I, I, I fully agree. However, <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was going to be a however. However. No, I don't like that idea, Michael. Yes. I don't agree. Yeah. <laughs> No, hang on, Mark, we should do that. Oh, sorry. Uh, I've got to listen uh, to your idea first before I disagree, haven't I? <laughs> no, we should, we should do this one. Uh, no. <laughs> yes, that's right. No. So, the, pro the problem oh. is, I'm sorry, it's funny. The problem is sometimes you need somebody that, it's like they're watching their own, they can't escape. They're like, you know, Uroburos, the dragon that eats its own dragon, uh, own uh, um tail the dragon that eats its own tail say that again they can't spin around what was so the dragon you need called? to add somebody that has done it before that 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 knows how to break the barriers that knows how to put some structure in this case the problem they have is that so what did they do typically what you do is they look at the world and they say i'm sure i'm gonna hire an expert so i'm gonna go to microsoft google i'm gonna steal one of these guys oracle wherever and what you happen is then you bring somebody that's been doing this for 10 years in a highly structured environment, which Google, Microsoft, Oracle, they are highly overstructured environments. And sure. you bring him into a massive chaotic environment. And these people, very rarely for me, they can stand up the challenge. They kind of they can't try thrive. to fix everything and they yeah. can't cope. They've never done this. So no, my advice to lots of these companies is not go find you the hotshot but you can do it as an executive that could work but from a more operational point you need somebody that's medium level that's not been infected all the way but that can bring structure along see my structure oh, okay. so not the full-blown structure because it's never gonna work yeah see what i mean so yes. i'm not in favor of hiring really senior i'm i'm in favor of hiring medium type of profiles that have experience and then getting some external coaching, especially like uh, putting in an advisory board and getting getting some of these really senior guys more as a coach than to have them operational because operational, they are not, in all honesty, able to do this phase. They need to come later. That, that's really annoying because I, I, I can't disagree with you on that. I didn't, I didn't understand what you meant by medium. I thought you meant medium quality not top quality what you're saying is somebody who's used to working in that more more chaotic environment rather than working for a microsoft or an ibm thank you i have, I have to agree with translating you. my words back to native english <laughs> i have to i have to agree yeah. with you that's really yeah. annoying say something else yeah. that i can disagree I with <laughs> well I, I i only have one question mark today uh it was a major one and basically asked you the question to tell you my opinion <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I've had a couple of questions. Okay, uh, somebody on. asked um, a couple of questions which they wanted us to discuss on the podcast. Um, and it was a couple of people that I met. And the first one is from Steve, Steve Brown. This is a good question. What do you see as being the next big trend? In oh, what? Technology. Interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Of course, we can go all the classics like the VRs and the cloud computing and the and the CPU uh, service models like uh, the AWS of Amazon that just gonna scale in many many different formats. A purely technology. That's some of the things that I'm looking into. I'm actually not looking into anything that's blockchain or anything because I think it's it's 
less of interest for now. Um, it's a good one. I, it took me by surprise, Mark. I, I know. Think of it. What, what, what would you say? <laughs> um, bit unfair because I just threw that one at you, didn't I? Uh, yeah. Blind. I, I've had a little bit of a, th- a think about this. I think there's a few things that I believe that are happening. One that's very obvious is that technology is coming together. It's it's like a, a, a network of technology. And this is something that I've seen in many different industries. When the industry is new, you have much more of a segmented technology, people offering parts of the solution. And as as there is a maturing of that sector, these parts come together and create a bigger whole. So if you think of that with, with software, there were, when I first started um, in software, there were specialists in the area of capture and not just capture, specific aspects of, of information capture. And then some of the bigger players started to integrate that. They made some acquisitions and it, and it comes together and I think where eventually we will we will get to is that there will be B2B soft business software and it will be software that, that can help you run your business. And it will that, help that you will in actually all areas. Like B, yeah. That will have an interface like a B2C. Yes, more B2C because I think B2C yep. are more advanced in the interface. I, I think I one of the other things that we're going to see, I mean, we're going to see, you know, this thing about... Um, artificial intelligence although i think it's people are are, they're seeing the power of it but they're using it in their marketing as a way to give them an advantage in the market and i don't think it's working it won't definitely won't work long long term technology is always going to advance um and i think that tech so the technologies are coming together we will have solutions a B2B solutions for running your business that will do far more. Um, most important, though, I think that we're, what we're going to see and where the battleground is going to be is in the interface and the customer engagement. Because currently, software tech, guys, you're really bad at it. You stink at it. Awful. And they think right. that they're pretty good and they're right. not terrible. Yeah. I think the real AI kind of applications, and sometimes you meet the real AI applications, will actually help you to be more human, as in to let you do the human part of the job, which is the true decisions. I think it's machine. It's going to be more supportive. Yeah. It's machine learning. I don't. I'm. I don't believe that there is artificial intelligence out there at the moment. There's not machines that are actually thinking like a human thinks. It's machine learning. It's looking at patterns. Can I? Can I quickly? Come on back on your on. first point. I Go think on. you when you took me by surprise because I should have framed the question better. What do you mean with with where it's tech? But I agree that there are no longer monolithical solutions. To use a very nice uh, UK uh, word, there are no longer monolithical solutions. So what you see is a trend, and you see that in a lot of startup and scale-ups is they have multiple tools and they all glue them together mm. with things like Zapier and all of these. And and if you've never heard of a Zapier. Uh, written Zapier, you should definitely check it out. There are, there are a few alternatives. What you can do is you basically glue it all together and you get the best of breed. And I see that it's just because there are so many styles, there are so many niches filled up. For everything, there's a little tool and you kind of combine them. So I agree on your point. I 
agree on your point. I, I think that I think so. It's the tech, the tech, <laughs> the technology is coming together. I think that the other thing that I'm seeing is within the software sector, and it's less about the technology, is that there's a changing of the guard. So what I mean by that is that I think that there is a whole group of software executives that have been in this industry working in larger organizations for quite some time. And I wouldn't categorize them by age, but I would buy their attitude or their flexibility of thinking. And actually, they don't like the world of the mobile. They don't like the fact that people interact with their mobile more than they do each other. And the whole social aspect, the whole social yeah. social media aspect, the, where you need to change your marketing in a in a, in the, a more volatile everyday. Yeah, building. they. I then they've got they've probably got teenage children, and they have a go at their children about how much time they're spending on their mobile on their iPad. And if you talk to them about some of the social media platforms, they'll groan and they'll roll their eyes. And guys you're never going to put the clock back. We're not going to go less technology, less mobile. Mobile is going to dominate. And you look at look at those organizations that we were talking about a lot, say 10 years ago. The big, the big companies within each of the various software sectors, and we're not talking about them as much anymore. And it's the newer, faster, more reactive software companies that are getting the limelight and they're growing faster. I mean, you know, we've been doing this study looking at the fast growth companies and it just changed my whole thinking about it. And I think it, it ultimately comes down to those senior executives who dictate the strategy for the businesses and they're just not there. They're not where where, where, the, where it's really happening. And I'm not saying this is not an ageist thing. This is not an ageist because I think I've come across guys in their 60s that they they like to learn. They like the fact that the world has changed and they're moving I, with it. I have to say, Mark, you impressed me because I think you've. it's something I felt, but I couldn't formulate properly. And you know how the smart people deal with that, actually, because I've seen a lot of those people. You either have the people fighting you, but you know it's going to go wrong. Mm. And then there are other people that actually are even in their 60s, they, what they do is they start investing in startups or they actually start to teach startups and that way they get the new yes. modern information back. So that would be my advice. Go and go to an incubator and say, I want to teach in a topic that I know really well. I want to help and do it for free because that's the whole point, paying it forward, do it for free. And you will be amazed with the, 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 the feedback and the way how things have moved and seeing it live and seeing also the naive naivete of some of these people where you say guys do it that way do it that way but in the meantime you learn so much and you get energy I mean I get so much energy with these guys you're not making yes. money on them but you get all the energy so you have to you have to balance it within your business but I yes. fully agree yes, Mark, you I think you should write an all article about this I mean you've just nailed it I might have. I'm jealous I, I, I wish I had that that idea 
<laughs> I'll write it. I'll write this down. To I'm going to put this. You now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put this. I'm going to put this. I'm going to put this down in my diary. Actually, Michael agrees <laughs> with me, and he actually he said he liked the idea. And it's on the 18th of December. <laughs> I've got, I tell you what. I've got a moan. There might be somebody out there that can help me. This this is really irritating. We have a website, but we have to change. <laughs> when we're one of the greatest, the, I agree, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> one of the greatest opportunities when you work with a client, it's so much easier to advise a client than it is to look at your own business. But quite often, when you get into that that mindset and you're looking at something very specific, you can quickly turn round and look at your own business and you can see things in a new way. And I'm thinking, wow, we've got to change this. We've got to change that on our website. We've got to change the way that we articulate it. We've got to change the wording. We use Drupal. Now, if there's anybody out there who's a, who uses is a Drupal expert, come and have a chat with me because I hate Drupal. <laughs> it's We need a content management system for our website because we have so much content there enormous amount it goes back years and years and we're always adding to it but every every now and again they come back to me and they say oh there's an update Drupal are updating and you can't just update it we have to go through this big process and if you don't update you're going to be a, 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 with a security issue but if yeah. you do, we're going to send you a big so most bill. Most people, most people go, uh, most people go WordPress, uh, or they yeah. really go fully customized. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's hard to manage the fully customized one. Yeah, and this is never then, explained to you, and this is this is the second time, and I'm I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be pushed into that corner. So I, I would like to know anybody out there got a really good answer. So we've got a Drupal site, loads and loads of pages, really big site, and we're being told by our uh, Drupal website people that, that we need to go and pay them a lot of money to upgrade it to the latest version how many other software companies could get away with that it feels like a lock-in uh, mechanism mark it does yeah i'm not gonna do it so and that, we, don't, that's... we don't we don't like that eh? we all love the netflix model you pay for what you do and if you want to get away you're free to go that's the way the market's going, isn't it? And I think that yeah. they're trying to buck the trade. I, I think I think that the more people get that in other areas of their life, the less likely they'll be to put up with it. And I'm saying I'm not going to put up with it. So that's but, me having a moan. Right. Good. I've got another platform here. I've got another question. My other question. Um, this was uh, at the same session, actually. It was from Travis. And it was talking, it was asking about terminology that's used within the industry. And when there's very specific words that are used that may only be known to that industry. We've sort of, we've discussed this in a way before. But what examples can you think about? And what are your thoughts about specific terminology that's known well, to a small subsector? So, I have a. If you ask me from a pure sales, I'll, I'll give you two visions. Yep. Purely sales, don't overdo it. That's number one. Two, you do need to mention them in the right context because it makes you an expert and people trust experts. But if you keep throwing all these funky words after a while, nobody has a clue what you're talking about and you completely go by. That, that's purely sales. If I go to marketing, I sometimes with companies invent new words because 
you can claim territory. You can actually purely SEO. You can you can make it yours. Make it yours. Yeah. And it's very powerful. It's like the movie, for instance. I have the Lake of Rejection in sales. It's not a technical word, but it's it's. I mean, the concept. Is almost nobody's yeah. using it. So I basically, if you start looking for the Lake of Rejection, you're gonna find Michael, or you're gonna find the the company, which which I would recommend if we do the value ladder exercise. I do this exercise of can we find words or can we find some of this terminology by adding a word or by contextualizing it a little bit better, we can actually claim territory. And I really, really like that approach. Yeah, I agree with that. We do that ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, in our, we, we, the we unicorn. Talk, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We've got the Unisys. We've got yeah. competitive space, which yeah. we use a lot. And we've also got, within competitive space, our iceberg model. And, and also, yeah. I talk about punctum, which is about where's the sexy bit within your offering, within your software? What's something that stands out? And that's something that I think think a lot of software companies could really benefit from finding their punctum. The the thing I learned, Mark, was when when I mean you have had, you went through the same journey. We just started producing movies and content, sure. and then I learned after a while, like something really stupid, that the title is extremely important because it's like the sales pitch. It's the first thing. So then I started looking into really cool titles, and then still I was struggling. And then I figured out you need to you need to f- you need to make material that people are actually looking for, which is something I really had to learn. So now even I have a movie, I sometimes will optimize the title in such a way that I know people are going to be intrigued and they're actually looking for it. You see? Yes. It doesn't always mean that I've made the movie for the title. You can kind of mix and match there. That's another trick I learned. So. I mean, if you, if you, if you, I mean, our listeners, if they, if, if you listen carefully to what I said, look back at your titles, optimize them. One of the things I see a lot is when I go through marketing material and, you know, I do that every day and I look at purely sales presentation. In many cases, when they do this terminology, I always say, please add one or two words so you contextualize it better. So, for instance, instead of saying, I'm going to do, I'm going to accelerate your business, which everybody's saying is, Add a word. I'm going to accelerate your business. In see, just make yes. nail nail it, nail the vertical, nail the niche, nail it, so somebody understands you're talking about him. So just don't say generic stuff, terminology. Always add one or two things, and then the other thing to wrap up the 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 the, the, the story around this terminology and all that. One of the key things that I, I I say every day to people is then when they come to me and they say, oh, I've created a, a, a mini guide, I've created a white paper, I've created a post, whatever you do. I always say the post is not attractive for the simple reason that you have to start with the end. You say, keep saying that. You have to start with the yeah. end in mind. So yeah. the conclusion of your whole article should almost be your title. So flip it around. Look back at the stuff you've made. Flip it around, and you're going to see it will have 10 times more traction. And it's on everything. It's on CTAs. It's on content. It's on movies. Everything. Start with that end because it's going to be way more attractive. I Yeah, some really good points in there, Michael. And I think um, regarding terminology, I agree with you 100% about using words that are specific to something that you offer that is unique to you. I think that I would qualify that, though to say that you have to be able to reach the audience and create an audience because if you're sitting in a vacuum creating words, it, it won't do anything for you. 
because you know, nobody, you're not reaching anyone. No one's going to be searching for it. it. Doesn't mean anything. But I also would say to a lot of software companies, I think they are all being conned to a certain extent by a lot of the analysts out there that are creating terms. They know how to do the marketing. They're doing this when creating these unique terms and phrases, but then they're getting their own clients to go out and promote them that brings the benefit back to them, back to the analysts. I see that happening so often. I think it's very smart marketing. And and maybe maybe those clients, those software companies don't mind doing that because there is a general momentum with a subsector within the software uh, arena where it does create a bit of a blip in Google Trends. Because I always look on Google Trends. As you know, they come out with these phrases. Go and do a search to see truly how popular that word is. Because I think the other thing that can be very, um, it can very much fool you is you can be sitting in an environment where you've got around you like-minded people doing very similar things to you and you're using these words and terms on a day-to-day basis. And from your perspective of sitting in your seat, the whole world's talking about it, but actually it's just the people in your room. Mm-hmm. And you step outside that, and it's not. And now I get people doing that. I've heard so many acronyms and phrases over the years of being in the software industry a long time. Is sometimes even the ones that I've known for many, many years, I haven't heard it for maybe eighteen months, and you're thinking, "Oh, hang on, what does that one mean again?" And it can be you're you're trying to remember what it stands for while the conversation is continuing. So I think a little bit like in a, when you're writing an article. The first time you mention, if you really, really feel you have to use an acronym, bearing in mind it's only going to save you two seconds. Is time that valuable to you that you can't actually say it? But if you are going to say it, then explain it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And do it. Do it when you're speaking as well. Don't assume. I, I've seen people that you would you would you would assume understand what you're thinking about, and you've lost them. So assume Mark, they don't. I I went to Google Trends mm. and I typed in my name and not enough data. I typed in your name just to annoy you, and scaringly, you are on there. Yes. <laughs> you know, I've never you, done that. Did you pay them? What did no, you do? No, no. Oh, but it's it's not you. It's American football. <laughs> Did you not know that was my previous career before I entered the software industry? Oh, Michael, come on. I should have told you more about that. <laughs> and so no, you you have to, uh, to do Google Trends, you have to have a lot of hits, I think, to, to even move it. But, you know, some of the phrases that we've heard a lot uh, in recent years, go and have a look at them. I mean, come on, guys. It's crazy. <laughs> we are now at 34 minutes and... We've we've been all over the place in our discussion today, as, um, as usual. By the way, as yeah. usual. <laughs> all right, good to right. speak. Thank Cheers, bye. bye. bye.